And welcome, one and all, back to another edition of the Back Comedy Podcast. I am your host, DJ Marcus, and you are joining me live in the Back Comedy Studios with a number of my boy, Joey LaFaro. Joe, say hello to the people. Hello, people. Oh, man. Oh, man. We're back, Joey. Yeah. And look who joined us this week, jumping in on the CP MMA fight line. Her hair is going back, so I, don't, so, so I, need, I need to shave that. It's got to be lowered. Can't be part of the season if it ain't low. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> I need to some, some maintenance on. You do as well. I'm, I'm, I'm real haggard right now. Oh, man. Candace August. Hey, how you doing, sweetheart? Hello. Oh man, Joey, it is a beautiful time to be alive, my friend. It is. It is a beautiful time to be back on the Dot Comedy Podcast with your boy DJ Marcus. I'm feeling this week, Joey. You are? I'm feeling it, man. That you feel good about it, or? I'm just feeling just it. having feelings I feel about it. this week. I'm in my feels about this week. Oh, okay. This week's been a good week for me, Joey. particular feelings about this week? Yeah, man. I had a good week. Oh, good. I had a great goddamn week, man. Uh, my uncle's getting married. I told you about that on the last episode. Yes. Yes. So um, I got I got a chance to do some uh, Hoochie Daddy night stuff. Oh. Yeah, brother. Did you put on Hoochie Daddy shorts? I didn't put the Hoochie Daddy shorts on. It was more. Not, how does it? It was it? more of a. It was more of a. Uh, a uh, sugar daddy night. Oh. He didn't have the shorts on, then it wasn't hoochie daddy stuff. It was just regular ball headed ho shit. Okay, cool. I did some more ball headed ho shit. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so for the, the bachelor party, I didn't know what we were doing for it. Mm. So it was just, it was just, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna meet up at Dave and Buster's. So my first thought is, Dave and Buster's, we're gonna be doing, we're gonna play video games. Okay. And I'm like, all right, I'm down for it. I can, be, I can do the video goddamn games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get there, children's casino, and all I hear is the temptations playing in the background so i find my my dad and my uncle me and my brother and then uh and they're doing karaoke in the bar area at dave and buses and all the music that they're playing is from before i was born um (laughs) you you followed the motown sounds (laughs) to your parents yes that's hilarious. And then, so I was like, okay, this is a this is a new experience. I, I've never done uh, aged karaoke. I've done karaoke with you, where it just mm. people just sing whatever the hell. So like, these are these are all older black men singing Motown blues songs to older black women. Coincidentally, I incorporated "Ain't Too Proud to Beg" into a set this week. Uh, <laughs> that is a coincidence. It's a weird coincidence. It's a hell of a damn coincidence. Yeah, I was talking about a donut though, so I don't know. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, so so uh, I didn't go up. I didn't sing. Okay. Because I'm saving my vocal cords for the wedding. Because guess what's happening at the wedding? You're gonna do that thing that that guy does in uh, what's it? Uh, Coming to America. <laughs> yes. She is your queen. No, I'm not gonna do that one. Oh. Uh, I may do. Uh, I believe the children are our future. Oh, by uh, sexual chocolate himself. <laughs> but, but um, I, my uncle has karaoke at the. Uh, if you came out in that suit and that wig, <laughs> it would be over. There would be no more, no more wedding left to have. 
everybody, everybody's gonna shit themselves. <laughs> Everyone's gonna like either eagerly laughing too hard or or cleaning up Nana's shit. Like somebody's <laughs> Nana is gonna have an accident. Uh, but yeah, so uh, so that was that, that they're doing karaoke at the um, reception. Oh, okay. So I'm, I think I, I was thinking I was thinking singing "Ain't Too Proud to Beg" mm. or. Uh, or a little, something, something a little more temptation. Uh, what's, what's that one? Uh, what's that one temptation song? Damn it, I forgot the name of it. I'll find it by the end of the show. But I, I was thinking about doing some something about the temptation. That mm. way, it, 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 it feels comfortable. Mm. But um, you know who I ran into there? Who? The one person who came across my mind. Now you, you know him as uh. Wait, I think I know the song you're talking about. Which is the one where they go, I know you want to leave me, but I refuse to let you go. Is that one? That That's the, that's Ain't Too Proud to Beg. Yes. That is that's one. Temptations, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, is that yeah. what y'all have been saying the whole time? When y'all were saying Ain't Too Proud to Beg, I thought y'all were talking about the TLC version. Why would I sing that? Why would I, I don't sing? know. That's just the one that came to my mind. I don't even know. I didn't even know. A, I didn't know that existed. And, B, I, didn't, and I don't know the words. <laughs> oh, it, it does exist. I don't, I don't actually. Oh, if it. I need it in the morning and I need it in the night, I ain't too ain't proud. Too pr- yeah, exactly. That's what I thought Joey was talking about this whole time. No. no and I was like, how was that relevant to the temptations? I was so confused. <laughs> All right. Ain't you proud, proud to beg? Always default to temptations, first yes. of all. If you have soul, it does. That's Candace. Just- <laughs> Candace ain't got no soul. Candace, Candace. What? TLC is also black. What are you talking about? They ain't soul music, the they ain't soul music baby. You gotta have soul, baby. All right. <laughs> so, um, you remember on the podcast I, I spoke previously about my mom mm-hmm. passed away numerous years ago, um, and her boyfriend before she passed away. Oh, Tony. First thing, <laughs> I just think there's a reason I was going to guess Uncle Tony, <laughs> but I would have been wrong, but so close. You're damn near close. It, it is a, it is such a close uh, family resemblance. So I, first, when I walked in, I see all the men that are there, and I went, this would be the perfect spot for Tony to hang out. Mm-hmm. I should tell him about it. I know he lives around the corner. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'm just sitting there. Now, now mind you, I'm with my dad. Mm-hmm. The former boyfriend of my mother <laughs> and my uncle, his yeah. brother, uh, and my older brother. Um, so I so I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I hear the, the uh DJ go, Oh man, we got local celebrity Tony Brown's in the house. I went, Oh shit, this nigga here too. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm sitting there like, okay, uh, this is different. So I go, all right, yeah. Hey, tell my dad I'll be back in a minute. I gotta see somebody I know. It's extra weird because your dad's hanging out with him. <laughs> well, he wasn't hanging out with him. But still, he's just in the same space. Yeah, they should. I they shouldn't be in the same space. But my dad was having hey, fun. Uncle Tony was at the bachelor party. No, 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 no. no, no, no not Uncle. This Tony. is Mr. Tony. My who... mom, my mom's boyfriend. Okay. I know. I'm calling him Uncle Tony. Your mom's <laughs> boyfriend was at the bachelor party. Yes, in that sense, oh. yes. Because it, because it was at a Dave and Bu- a public place, Dave and Buster's during karaoke. Oh, okay. So he wasn't at the party. He was just at Dave and Buster's. He just yeah. happened to be. He just happened same. to be. Oh, at the- oh, okay. Gotcha. So, so I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go say hi. I see him. I gotta say hi to mm-hmm. him. 
So I walk up to him. He's like, hey, son, it's good to see you. And I'm like, hey, Tony, good to see you too, man. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got to catch up. And he's like, who are you here with? I'm like, my dad over there and my uncle, we're here for his bachelor party. He's like, let me go say hi to your dad. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a goddamn minute. I didn't ask for this. I didn't, I didn't ask for I didn't want this part. This part of the whole thing, I didn't want. Now, who's, dad, who's the bachelor? My uncle. I know, but how is it? Is it your dad's brother? My dad's brother, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, my dad is roughly six three, six four. Mm-hmm. Tony got to be around 5'10", five, 5'11". Five, mm. So when my dad stands up and I'm like, hey, dad, this is mom's boyfriend, Tony. My dad stands up and he seems like he stood up for a while. You're... <laughs> Did your dad peacock about it? <laughs> And so he just kept looking down at him. This is one of the weirdest moments of my goddamn life. I've never been in a situation like this before. But he just keeps looking down at him. And then like hitting Tony and say joke. You know how Tony was. He would say jokes that only old men get. And then my dad look at me. (laughs) And then look back at him. I was like, how was my dad? They weren't cool like ahead of time? They they met they met at my mom's funeral. That's the only time they've ever met. Okay. So it, it, so they not it's like not like they had an opportunity to meet up and hang out or shit. So yeah. so it was it was just a. So weird... why did he go out of his way to want to say hello to him? That's what I understand. Because <laughs> he's a because that's dude. Tony. Yeah, that's who Tony is. He's a strange I... person. <laughs> okay. All right. So I, I, I'm just I can vouch for that. I just remember he would. <laughs> He went from like a traumatized individual to like really friendly <laughs> to doing some nonsense shit. It was very, it was very was, cycle. He had a cycle. Yeah. He would go through like, so like, here's the thing. Um, Marcus's mom would like abuse him, right? <laughs> and then he'd be really nice to everybody else. But then he would go and like do some fuck shit and everybody would get mad at him. Yeah. That was his, that was his continuous cycle. Like I can't. I'm trying to remember an exact example of some some bullshit um, he did. He tried to get me and Dave to go with him to shake down a uh, a uh, a barber shop um, because they owed him money. So he wanted me and Chef Dave to go with him because he needed two bigger guys so the people would give him the money for the barber shop he helped. He was helping make again. <laughs> here's the thing this is what i remember about him right imagine a person like you every time you meet him you're right on the point to go hmm he's a nice guy but at as soon as you have that thought he asks you to do something that makes you go huh <laughs> what oh i he, he was he's a genuine and a sweet guy he's a nice old man my, my, my mom's last sugar daddy so it was, it was just the battery going. I I don't know what to do with this man. <laughs> like, because he shows up, and you remember the shirts he used to wear. Yeah. Like he sh- he shows up in these like elaborate printed shirts, and like it's got it's got dragons and shit on the back. Not saying it's a bad thing. I got two of them. He gave me two of those shirts. Like I'm gonna wear one on the podcast next week. You 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 okay, Candace? Candace, you good? I'm here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why did it go away? Did my camera come off? She's she's here, but she's not here for the story. Yeah, she's <laughs> <laughs> oh, the drag the dragon shirts. I'm good. 
when you start going like this, that that that, that means <laughs> get going, nigga. <laughs> oh no, 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 I was I was scrolling on the screen. Did you just see my hand doing this? Yes. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, I was like I was um swiping a notification out of the way. Oh. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so that was that was a weird night. Like it was it was one of those nights where I went, okay, this is my life. Mm. And my dad throwing shade. My dad's now, mind you, my dad's a minister. Mm. So A, he should have been in this bar to begin with. Uh B, B uh, he shouldn't be been having this much fun at karaoke. Uh and C, he was throwing more shade than I've ever seen a grown man throw shade at another man <laughs> with his eyes on me. <laughs> You're just like, really? <laughs> is this what she ended up with at the at, at, after all those years? <laughs> this is who she ended up with. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking at me? It's your fault. <laughs> Basically. Oh man. But yeah, man. I I had a blast though. I got to see my uncle perform. My uncle sang. Your dad's an asset sometimes. Oh, he is. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's an ass, but he, he's my dad. I love yeah, him to death. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I got to see my uncle perform. Tony performed. Oh. Tony, Tony sang too. Now Tony had to go and upstage my uncle. My uncle went up. Sang had the crowd going. The crowd was like, "Oh yeah, he good. He into it. Look just like David Ruffin." <laughs> so, oh my god! And then my uncle sits down, and Tony goes up singing a cappella, and then lets the music drop in. And I'm like, "What the fuck is happening right now?" And all the women in there, "Woo, Tony!" I'm like, <laughs> "Where am I at?" <laughs> this is the most ridiculous shit. It only like the only thing that was missing was Zach popping up and doing backup dancing. For that everybody. would have that would have made my night like complete. <laughs> like I would the only thing missing. The only thing missing was Zach. Oh my god! Yeah, but man, that that that, that was with me this week, man. You haven't done anything this week, man? Uh oh, I did uh, another um, Solly show in DC. Okay, and uh, we had. Um, we had a uh, very similar situation to uh, to me. To, no, um, we had the okay. So you remember the whole DL Monique thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had a similar situation with two Bringer comics. So imagine that oh, show, God. but Bringer level. <laughs> First of all, that Monique and DL beef is solely reserved for headliners. Like, what are two Bringer show people beefing about? The thing they were t- they were the headliners of the Bringer show. Ah, okay. So like, they brought the most people. Here, <laughs> uh, here's hilarious. the thing: one of them was celebrating um, two years in comedy, and so he had a bunch of people there to see him. Mm-hmm. And he was supposed to do 20 minutes because I guess every single joke that has ever gotten a laugh, he has held on to with an iron <laughs> fist, regardless of what every other audience has told him. And then, uh, so he went up there. And did his thing. And then I unbeknownst to me until I got there, another comic was going up after him and doing 35 to 40 minutes. <laughs> At a bringer show? Who had less people there somehow. <laughs> this is a bringer this show. This is a bringer show. Now there were a few, like I was on I was on the show and I I I did fairly well and set him up well for success. Okay. Leon Scott was the was the first okay. comic, and Leon Leon did very well too. So, yeah. and this was a standing room only crowd. Okay, 
I mean, packed. There was not enough seats. We literally like took every stool and put it up there so people could watch. Wow. Which I, I don't know how. It, <laughs> um, uh, I, all I can say is uh, I, I need to learn more from uh, Starstruck on how on how uh, these productions happen. I don't know how they're making this happen. So <laughs> it was a Starstruck show. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna name names, but the uh, the comic that was doing the 20 minutes, he goes up and decides that because his he was uh, he brought the black people. So oh. there was like his people were all sitting on the side of the room, and there's this big pile of white people in the middle. <laughs> and I know some of them were foreign because one of them came up to me um, when he after after having bought a ticket and was like, "There are no seats." Uh, uh, no. <laughs> and I was like, uh, "Get a croissant." I don't know um, what to tell you. So <laughs> why did it come to you? Because I was the door guy. Ah, uh, gotcha. You keep getting you keep getting roped into that door I, guy position. I, I keep asking for this problem. Um, <laughs> so, so this, <laughs> so he goes up there and he decides the way he's going to uh, reach the white people in the audience is to say, "This looks like a Big Bang Theory type crowd," and he tries to just. I don't even know sure if there was a, a punchline to it. He tried to sing "Soft Kitty." Or tried to get them to sing along, Soft Kitty. Uh, <laughs> what is Soft Kitty? Uh, Soft Kitty is the song used on Big Bang Theory to soothe someone who's sick. It's a song that Sheldon used on the show Big oh, Bang. Right. I've never, I've never seen a full episode of that show, so. I so uh, the Parsons guy, what's his name? Jim Parsons. Jim Parsons, right? His character is annoying. And he's like this, like super brainiac intellectual, but he's like also a pain in the ass to deal with. And when he gets sick, he like insists on his roommates and people around him singing him this song that his mom used to sing him. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, soft kitty, warm, warm kitty, kitty, little, little ball, ball of fur, fur, happy kitty, sleepy kitty. So, but the I'm taking it that the white people in the room did not know this song. They did not. Even okay. if ones that did, like, no one was getting on board with the idea that they were going to sing along with this. And then he proceeds to get like angry. We don't need to, we already did that. We don't. Oh. Well, fine, Joseph. I'm I, just trying to help. I, I fucking hate Big Bang Theory. <clears throat> I know you do. Yeah. So here's the thing the audience wasn't about it. So he proceeds to get mad at the white people because they're like, isn't this y'all shit? <laughs> so that's how this 20 minutes started. He then proceeded to do like, I think he tried to do some haikus, which were just like him saying like raunchy stuff. Uh -huh. Like it was something, something I eat ass, but it was, uh, you know, it fit into the haiku yeah. syllable buckets. So I guess technically it was a haiku and he thought and just like, this is the kind of thing he did for 20 minutes. Okay. Um, so did he get laughs by it? His people enjoyed it. We're dying. Or they I, just enjoyed that, it. They, I don't know about dying, but they oh, were now the people that he brought are going to laugh at whatever he does, whether it's funny or not. Exactly. True. No. So, did anyone else in the room like it? Well, I don't know. Comics. 
some some of the other comics like i don't think all the other comics even understood what was happening enough to enjoy the train wreck uh, so like <laughs> that is feasible so he gets to the end and he thinks that he didn't get all of his 20 minutes so he's upset meanwhile during his set like a good chunk of the room left <laughs> except for his people that he brought pretty much none of none of, except for his people now to be fair some of those people left after my set and not because they weren't happy, but just because it, it was a bringer show and we were on and I was like the like the eighth comic out, out of, of a thousand comics. Yeah. Stop. It's 11 comic stop, stop, stop. You, there were eight comics and then after that, someone to do 20 minutes and someone to do 35 after it eight comics. Been, it might've been nine. Jesus. And then they had someone do 20 minutes and another person do a half an hour after nine comics. I, I How much time did the nine comics do? Like three minutes each? They did seven. Jesus Christ. It's a night of a thousand comics. I've been to these shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been to them too, but nobody gets to do 30 minutes. It's just like 14 comics all doing eight minutes. So, so the guy, the guy who's going up last is a bigger guy. So he's been in the back of the room and he started sweating from being there. And now by the time he gets on stage. He's pissed. <laughs> he, he, he spends his first like five minutes just ranting about the fact that he had to follow this. <laughs> oh. and, and then he just was like yelling the rest of the time. Uh -huh. And uh, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm good. There's no one else is buying a ticket to this. So I left. <laughs> I then I then like the next day, this guy posts on Facebook. Well, then I'm getting like messages like, what happened? What happened? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, why is Adam mad? I'm like, because Beatty. Why is Beatty mad? <laughs> I don't know. And then he posts on Facebook. Oh, great job. Hope you're happy with yourself. You bombed your set because you got shit faced. I'm like, I don't think you understand. That's just him. Like, he wasn't drunk. <laughs> who, who are we talking about? The 20, the 45 minute guy was mad at the 20 minute guy. And he accused the 20 minute guy of being drunk. Little does he know that that was not his being. I don't know how much alcohol he had, but it would have not affected any of his performance in any way because I've seen it before. So it's that way. So how how did the 35 minute guy do? Did he do OK? I, I, I don't know. I left. Ah. He started. He started his first five minutes were just bitching about the 20 minute guy. And then he was just yelling the rest of the time. And like he got a couple laughs, but I was like, "So he he pulled a full Monique. <laughs> he he went full Monique." <laughs> so these two are like arguing, and I was just like, Ugh. <laughs> "I've seen I've seen this show before." That's a, that's yeah. what you, that's what you said. That's about. why I like that's why I left because I'm like I'm not gonna stick around to watch this implode implosion after the fact. I will say it was really annoying. It was one of the 20 minute comics uh, people. Uh, then while the 45 minute guy was doing his thing came up to me because there was like a, a line at the bathroom. He's like, Hey, why don't you clear this shit out? I'm like, tell me you weren't paying attention to my set without telling me you were pay weren't paying. Attention. Like I was on stage like two seconds ago. Like, <laughs> That's what you get for getting you laughed. <laughs> That's what you get for being a part of the starstruck family. 
thinks Joey Lafaro is the bouncer. I get no respect. The door, the doorman, the bathroom attendant, everything else at the start at the Star Trek show. Oh man, but you you know where you won't find that type of nonsense, Joe? Where comedy shows near me? This is true. You know what you find at comedy shows near me? Top notch comics. Uh, who we got this week, Joey? We have Miss Apple Brown Betty's going to join us. Awesome. And awesome. headline. Uh, we also have uh, King Tank is going to feature. Tank, okay. And Al Williams. Al Williams, former podcast guest. All former podcast guests. All former podcast guests. And it's uh, hosted by Hetty Sandberg. Another see, see this is this is when this is when the dot comedy team comes together. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'll be there this week, Joe. That's nice because you weren't last week, and my I got a little I got a little uh, frustrated. Felt felt some type of way about that. Why were you frustrated? I told you the week before I wasn't going to be there. It wasn't that. It just was like, uh, I didn't delegate properly. <laughs> okay. And so I ended up trying to do too many things at once. Gotcha. Because it's really like, especially with like, so our, our, if you're not familiar with how our shows are, we have a few guest spots that are only five minutes long. Mm-hmm. And in between <laughs> those comics, we have, I have to like time them and get an Instagram post out and get a boomerang and do the music at the same time, uh. which is a lot to do in one phone <laughs> and a tablet. Like it's a lot to process. So uh, I needed I needed to delegate one of those responsibilities to somebody else. Gotcha, gotcha. And I uh, did not did not do so properly. So it was it was my own fault. That, that's fine. You you live you learn, Joey. Yes. You live you learn. Uh, man, Candace, okay, anything happen to you this week? Yeah. So speaking of uh, comedy drama, I was at an open mic on shit. I can't even remember. Anyway, I was got off work late, so I got one of the other comics to sign my name. Okay. Uh, for me, as you do at open mics. Mm-hmm. And then one of the people that came there, he scratched my name off the list and then put his name on top of it. Uh, <laughs> he, was, he was like, you weren't here, blah, blah, blah. And so when I got there, which was after him, I scratched his name off the list and put mine back on there. Damn. And it was just like a bunch of fucking drama about it. And he went and threw a fit. It was like, oh, she wasn't here. It's not fair, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, it was the difference between you going fifth or going sixth. Like, are you really throwing a fit about that? Like, I could see if I got my name snuck in and then you had to go 37th on the list. We were in the top, you know what I'm saying? Like, we were the first few people that were going on. But he was, like, so mad to have to go fifth instead of going sixth that he, like, scratched my name off the list. Mm. Oh, you comics are prima donnas. Just petty, like. Petty, petty, petty. petty, petty. After the show, he was like that he was sorry and he gave me a hug and everything. But still, like, so that was the pettiest shit. Like, just to go fifth, sixth rather than fifth, like, was it that much of a an inconvenience for you? I don't know. Well, you weren't there, Candace. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. It's, 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 but I showed up shortly after and scratched his name off the goddamn list. I know that. Like, like we're we going to play petty for petty here to, tonight. Unless you have told me a time that you are going to be arriving, mm-hmm. if I go to start the show and you are not there, I'm giving that slot to somebody else. Yeah, that's the way it should be. No, yeah. So that's the thing. I was there well before the show started. I just wasn't there when the list dropped. And I got there maybe eight or ten minutes after. You know what I mean? I'm not somebody that came 30 minutes into the show and wanted my name to be waiting for me. It was not like that at all. That's what made it so petty. Uh, Candace didn't pull a diva moment when she went. You who's, know who, who I am. Who's well? You got here's here's the here's the the, the end end all be all. Did, who ran the room? Did that did that person take a side? 
Yeah. So she goes, I told her, I was like, look at this. Cause she was, she had the list in front of her. And I was like, look at this. He crossed my name out and put his, and she was like, well, fuck, she was like, well, fuck him. You're going to go first. Right. So it was like girl power. But the guy runs a show at the venue. So oh. he went through a fit. So she had to like take his side. Um, but she, when she first saw it, she was like, fuck him. You're going first. And then he went and threw a fit to her and to the owner because he th- he threw the um he produces a show there, so it like became a huge thing. Literally, y'all, this was for him to go fifth instead of sixth. I, I just want to keep repeating that because it would have been a big deal if I snuck my name in and then he was at the bottom of the list. Like both of us were in the top of the lineup, and he still had to throw a fucking temper tantrum about it. Does he ever come to DC for any reason? He doesn't. Not that I know of. No. Okay. You know what you should have done, Cam? No, I just want to make sure I'm not putting on people that uh, that have crossed you. So if you need to send me that name. Uh, let, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Literally crossed me. Like, he crossed me out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know what you should have done, Candace? Yeah. You should have went full Monique. <laughs> yeah, you, you should have just stood on stage. Y'all want to know what this bitch did before he came up on stage? Cross my motherfucking name off the motherfucking, <laughs> off the motherfucking list. Y'all know who we fucking with. Y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. <laughs> Get off stage and go on live about how he raped his daughter or what all kind of shit Monique was doing. She was she went crazy. <laughs> He's a fucking coward and his wife sucks a coward's dick. <laughs> how you gonna suck a coward's dick? I was like, oh my god, Mo, is it that serious? Now that was petty. <laughs> and that's the thing too it was an open mic Monique and DL got into it over a paid headliner feud why are you doing all of this shit to go six, fifth versus six on a fucking open mic like I don't get it but anyway maybe he just didn't want to have to go after me poor baby Yeah, and I can understand that hey I'll, I'll go behind you uh, wait that's not, that's not what she meant um, anyway <laughs> Oh, but yeah, man. So it's been it's been a hell of a week for everybody. I guess we've all had a little bit a little bit of interesting night things. It happening. was so annoying. I went in the green room and went off, and the other comics were like on my side, right? Because it was like a couple comics in the back, and they were like, "Well, what are y'all fussing about?" I, and he was like, "Well, let me tell you what happened." And I was like, "No, let me tell you what happened." My name was on the list. He crossed it out and put his on top of it. And and I was like, that's it. Like, he's going to try to make it this long, drawn-out thing with an explanation about timing and when somebody arrived. But the ABC is, my name was on the list. He crossed it out and put his. And the other comics were like, dude, you did that? Who does that type of graphic shit? Like, it was like, for comics, that was a big deal. And um, another comic was like, was that like an inside joke between the two of you? I was like, fuck no. He just crossed my name off the list. But the other comics were like, like, against him. Like, dude, what the fuck? And then he was like, no, 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 it's the principle of the thing. I walked here. I should get to go first. All right, nigga, go first. <laughs> I walked here. I walked here. Nigga, how do you produce a show? You walk in place. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, no, Della, long walk to the open mic ass. Just, just go first. No. Here's the thing. I'm going to end up on that, on his production one day, <laughs> unbeknownst to me. Yeah. And then get yelled at. Oh yeah, you, you're gonna, you're gonna. <laughs> no, that's gonna happen. You're gonna end up. Oh, you signed with the enemy again, Joey. You <laughs> You've already done it twice <laughs> on your show. I'm just gonna say, a person of question was booked twice. I'm so I'm saying. 
Listen. I, I literally today was like putting together like uh, almost back to back. I think it was like one week, then one skip the week, and then back on again. Like I'm like, seriously, is there no one else in the DMV for you to book? It was, it, was a, it was precisely a month, and I was not doing. I was not handling booking until June. Yes. So I have no control over that. And Joey doesn't do booking for he, comedy shows. Here's the, here's the thing. The uh, <laughs> I was actually going through today because we're trying to get an ad, an ad, like a video ad together. And the guy who's doing it for me was like, okay, grab any photos you want me to use. And I got to the photos from those dates and was like, I can't use these. <laughs> I know that like if I immortalize this photo yeah. in our ad, I will never hear the end of it. No. We'll let these go. There's a couple good ones, but we'll make do. <laughs> I would love to see the promo. How did it come out? It hasn't been done yet. Yeah, so the construct. I just shared the the assets today. I was picking, picking the picking the picking the assets. No. Into it. Joe's picking his ass today. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> speaking of comedy, so what came out of that day at the open mic? It was a minor frustration, but it just was like, ugh, this is so petty, having to like fight through the ranks with, with comics. And it's like, maybe I need to be on the other side, right? Maybe I need to be on the writer's desk, in the production room, on the still in comedy, which I love, but on the other side of things. Because it's like being the stage performer is like being in the fucking trenches, right? Comics are assholes. Yeah, versus being a writer, you're like lofty. In the, I don't know if you've ever worked like at a call center, but like I kind of take it as being mm -hmm. a comic is the people who are on the phones. You're like the fucking like foot soldiers, the workhorses. And then mm -hmm. there's the people who are the managers and sit in the office and don't really do much except for like tell you where to go and tell you what to do. And it's just mm -hmm. like, that's the difference between being a comic versus being a writer. Just, you get to be in the office and the air condition. You don't have to fucking fight through open mic lists and you're still doing comedy, but you're writing the things that the comics have to say. And then there's a supervisor who only has to, to get on the phones during busy season. <laughs> right. Or, or when someone complains. Right. Yeah. Oh, those are the worst. You know what, Candace? Imagine having to get on your show to save your show. <laughs> right. Exactly. Candace, I'm starting my comedy career. Oh, yeah? What are you going to do? I'm going to need a writer. Okay. I, can, yeah. I will do that for you. I am looking no, to... As much as I love performing, it's just dealing with other comics and not just to point to this particular thing, because it was a very minor inconvenience, like I said, but just in general, comics are just, they're, they're an interesting breed and they're just generally exhausting, myself included, right? You're dealing with egotistical people who are also in turn extremely sensitive and it's just a lot. Um, and I think, uh, even though I love being on stage and I'm gonna, con I'm gonna continue that, um, but I think I wanna also try to start pursuing the other side of things. Joey believes I'm not funny. Um, when did I say that? Joey, Joey believes, uh, he, he says I'm not polished enough. I believe. You've never done anything on that, stage. That I might believe. be the case. So, so the fact that you're not funny, that's not true. You are funny. Not polished for stage, I would, I would agree with that. Because it, it takes a while to make that happen. You have to get on stage to get there. Okay, Joey, share my set with Candace. What set? The set we did together, the first one. So yeah, uh, Dot Comedy hosted a comedy shows near me show a, a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I did. I did amazing. You did five. I did. I did no, fifteen. We did. 
we <laughs> we did a bunch of nonsense that uh i said no needs it wasn't a, nonsense it, we did this we did what we're doing right now in between comics <laughs> oh so he helped host the show yeah we co-hosted it wow marcus got from behind the dj booth and got on stage this is interesting do tell what happened we we're gonna try and put the dj booth on stage but because of the way that the that the sound is set up at, at, at mcginty's there's a power loop somewhere in there so they're just running feedback <laughs> they, as, soon as, as soon as you plugged anything in they have yeah so like we the place where there's like two sides of the room and for some reason the circuit that the front of the room is on where the stage is is on the same circuit that the that the speakers are plugged into, and what happens is as soon as you plug in or anything into that, you just get this. Okay. So, so we had to put it in the back. In the back yes. of the room, okay. So it's set up like it was at um at Union Jacks, where he's like in the back facing the stage. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we had to, he what we ended up doing was he would have to like walk up because we had the wireless mics, so. We made it work, but it wasn't what we expected to do when the day started. No, no, it wasn't. But again, killed it. I was the man. Although, I will say, I don't like, I've done a bunch of shows where the DJs on the stage are like behind you over your right shoulder or over your left shoulder. That's not ideal. It's kind of a distraction for the comic. Like, I don't want yeah, somebody don't, like behind me. So, I never, I never like being on stage as a DJ. Yeah, it's not because then what is a DJ doing while you're doing your set? They're like a, something else for the audience to look at. It's mm -hmm. just, it's never ideal for that to be set up that way, anyway. Yeah, the one time, the one time I was, I was, I was happy with it, is when I performed at the, uh, at the uh, Howard Theater. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Howard Theater. I was fine with being on the stage uh, behind everybody then, because guess what. That means I was a part of the performance the whole show, so I'm just right. stand in the background. But on a regular at a regular open mic, I don't really like being up there. Well, yeah, who want you on an open mic? Or no, no. I mean, sorry, at a regular show. For the purposes of what we were doing, mm -hmm. it made sense because you were you were going to be actively involved. It wasn't like you, oh, it's just a DJ. He may do do so, something here, there. Like mm -hmm. you were actively contributing. It just was a way to have it where. It wasn't this like, oh, well, where do we do it from? And and yeah. how do you get back and forth and all that other stuff? How did you end up? How did you? Because you don't usually host the shows, right, Joey? You hire a host. So how, how did the two of you end up hosting? We needed a host. It was a pilot for, for something we were thinking about doing in the future. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's not like I haven't hosted. I just prefer not to. You're right. I know. So how did it go? It went okay? It went okay. It went good. It, 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 we didn't prepare. So it was... <laughs> And this is the this is the thing this is the which thing. had its advantages and drawbacks because like randomly in the middle of the show I think uh, I don't know if you know Gigi Modric but she did a, she was talking about she had a joke something about how uh, you know what 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 we what a person like oh it was something having to do with um, people like oh well someone offers me X amount of dollars for sex I'm just gonna take it mm -hmm. but then it was like the audacity of us to think we could fetch that much. Yeah. And then, so I was like, oh, we're okay. Well, me and Marcus are going to do a stupid auction bit. So basically, yeah. So <laughs> the idea was, yeah, slave auction. So the that's idea, what, that's what, that's what happened. The idea was, was, get out. What is, what is so happening? We, so the idea was that, that me and Marcus were going to have an argument over who was worth more. And to settle it, Jesse was going to try to auction us off to the audience. Okay, no, 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 none of this is okay. Y'all are auctioning Marcus off. This no, is not, Marcus, not just me, us, us.
See who, but see still, who. but still, it's very slavey. I don't like this. Why is it? <laughs> see, Joey, that's what white people think. White people don't that's think that's not it. okay. You might as well have gone up there in blackface, Joey. This is the same. No, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> Joey, up there cooning with some watermelon. Doesn't really make any sense. No, it, see, the, the, it was a, it actually went off pretty well. It came, it went off, it went off well. Um, I ended up beating Joey. I got the higher price for the uh, the auction. Oh my god, this is so politically incorrect. Hey, my girlfriend. Paid it, this is the thing they do these stupid charity auctions all yeah. the fucking time. What are you talking about? I guess you're just auctioning off a black man. I don't like it. <laughs> Hey, I don't like it at all. Candace protects black men. I appreciate her, but uh, but yes, that was that was a funny bit, Joey. Yes, that came together great. But you know who did an awesome job? That we night? didn't. My point was we that was something we just threw together on the spot because we didn't plan anything, which you probably should have. See, we I don't I don't like to plan. I'm not a I'm not a plan type person. You know me. Yeah, but when you have five minutes, like you have to. Plan. <laughs> no, you you know. I, yeah. The less time you have, the, the tighter and more efficient you have to be if you want to get everything in. Now, if you don't have an aim for those five minutes, yeah, just do whatever. But if there's something that needs to be accomplished in the five minutes, you have to have a plan. The play, the way we were going to run it was it starts, it's the Dot Comedy Podcast on stage. And that, and so if you listen, if you ever, if, if you listen to the Dot Comedy Podcast, there's no structure to this shit. <laughs> there definitely is a structure. We've been doing uh, our opening segment now for 42 minutes. We have. That's the point. This is exactly the problem. No, we stop when we need to stop. <laughs> and and we want to stop now. A lot of stuff happened this week. We had a lot of shit to talk about, Joey. <laughs> so this is what we need to do is the times when there's nothing to talk about and we drag it out for the full 15 minutes anyway. That's yeah. what we need to stop. But today, these 42 minutes have been with a lot of shit that happens. And so it's okay. We had fun these 42 goddamn minutes. I understand that, but we ain't going to get 42 minutes on stage. We aren't at a star street. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. On that note. Wait, wait, Marcus. We need a sound effect for when whenever somebody throws shade. Like, just, I don't know, something. Like, I got I, I to gotta pull one. I got to find one. Because <laughs> that was shady. As that was, it was really. I was trying to. I'm trying not to name any names, but I ended up naming a name anyway, and it was not the name I should have named. Oh, man. But yeah, man. We're going to take a break, Joey. The Dot Comedy Podcast team is here, man. But what's going on in the world, man? We're going to get into these topics? Yes. What's going uh, on in the world, dude? Uh, the You remember the Choco Taco? You ever had one of those? Yeah, I did. It was a pretty deep. No more. Uh, what? Yeah, exactly. What? They just continued the Choco Taco. That was a classic. Yep. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg doesn't like vacations. Uh, shocker. And uh, they keep finding bodies in Lake Mead because it's like shrinking. So they found some more of those. Where's wow. that? Is that one of the Great Lakes? No, believe it's in there. That's one of the. That's one of the slate the uh, the reconstruction lakes. But we'll get into that and a whole bunch more when we get back in a minute on the Dad Comedy Podcast. Baby, you're the boss at home. You don't gotta go to work, 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 work,
And we're back on the Dot Comedy Podcast. This segment of the Dot Comedy Podcast is brought to you by CPMMA. That's right, CPMMA. They sponsor our fight line and they can sponsor you. Looking to kick some ass, take some names, get yourself down to CPMMA. That is the one place in the world where you can find Joey LaFaro, Pianchi, the Nappy Ninja Zimmerman, and Josh, the Big Head Trainer, all in one spot where you can do one thing, whoop their ass. Or you can try. I've never done it. I ain't going to try today, but I'm going to get in shape and I'm going to fuck somebody up. CPMMA, get your knocked out today. We're back on the podcast. Joey LaFaro, DJ Marcus, Candace August. Oh, man, Joey, you ain't got to go to work, but you got to put in work. And, I, and you know what, Joey? That's you know what I did this week? I flipped a tire. You flipped the tire? Yeah. At CPMMA? Yeah. All right. And then I hit another one with a hammer. Did, 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 how'd your hip feel when you did that? Uh, actually, surprisingly okay. Although cool. I may not have realized the full damage yet. We'll see how I feel in a couple of days. You know how it is. Yeah. You get to this age, it's like a, a tick time delay on the injury. Uh, yeah, you get we get we get to that point sometimes, it, it, Joey. It always hurts like three days later. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but Joey. Yes. We got a segment we haven't done in a while. What's that? Candace. <laughs> <laughs> like I kick it to her and she's gone. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Candace, she's still with us. Come back to that. We'll come back to it. All right, cool. Um, but yeah, man, what's going on in this world, dude? So, uh, how, you went to church this week. How was church? Church was f- pretty good. It was a uh, oh anniversary weekend. Okay, church's second year anniversary. Uh, we're still doing big things, um, growing, growing and showing. Okay, I did more work this weekend. While I was at church, than I did at my job all week before, <laughs> so, so it was it was a stressful weekend, but it was fun there. That's good. That's but yeah, good. The shit going on at churches. Yeah, uh, people getting robbed at churches. Hold the fuck up, man. Uh, wait, no, sorry, Lord, <laughs> forgive me. Uh, people getting ro- who got robbed, Joey? Uh, a Brooklyn pastor known for wearing designer outfits and extravagant jewelry says he was robbed along with his wife for more than one million dollars while I was preaching at a church Sunday. Police say say they received a report that three people entered the Leaders of Tomorrow Church Sunday with firearms and removed the jewelry. Pastor Lamore Miller Whitehead, who goes by Bishop, and his wife were wearing. Police noted the investigation is ongoing. So here's my problem with this. There's so many problems. You go ahead, go first, Marcus. Okay, first problem. This nigga need to stop playing with people. Why are you wearing a million dollars worth of jewelry? Thank you. As and a you're bitch. a pastor, a servant of the Lord. Thank you. Come on, TD Snakes. I don't think this nigga had a thousand dollars, a million dollars worth of jewelry. That's just what he put in the insurance claim so he can come up. More than like shit, you, you know. Here's the thing. Uh, the whole thing was on a live stream. You know, Cleflo 50 cent piece ain't gotten that much money. <laughs> Hell no, he did not have a million dollars worth of jewelry. That's just what he said on the insurance form so he can get paid. Plus, it gives him street cred. Oh, I had a million dollars worth of jewelry. Nigga, no, you did not. Because he was riding around a Lamborghini with a with a giant cross on his neck 
uh, in one video that Snoop Snoop Dogg posted. Said, was like, oh, took off my bishop's ring, my wedding band, and took off my bishop chain. What the fuck is a bishop chain? Did he had a big ass bishop chain like a like T Pain? <laughs> like a chain that said bishop, like a name chain. And then I had chains underneath my robe, and he start tapping my neck to see if there was anything else. So that means they knew they watched and they knew that I have other jewelry. He said, "Yeah, they watch. That's how they case you live streaming. Why are you live streaming with that much jewelry on? Here's the thing. Exactly. Why they exactly. only rob him?" Him and his wife. <laughs> they rob him and his wife. Here's the thing. That, that was an inside job. That was parishioners. Oh, it's I know who did it too. Because if you watch the video, there's a clip where they're showing like the camera's not directly on him on the ground. Uh-huh. There you can see this guy who's sitting on the stage. Yeah. Behind him. There, the whole He's time unafraid. Very, uh, very comfortable with everything going on and kind of watching like he's like. Yeah, I told you it was going to happen. Well, here's the thing. It is New York. Uh, he may be desensitized to the violence that came into that church. Um, but, or he could be in on it. He could be in on it, too. I don't I don't doubt that he's possibly in on it, Candace. <laughs> I, I believe that... He Everybody's too- in on it. The whole congregation. Shit, yeah, the congregation has said this is a come up. The whole congregation was tired of his ass. They were like, "Yeah, come rob his ass at eleven fifteen Sunday morning. We'll be in, we'll be in church." This is a this is a tithing authoring we pay. Uh, they, exactly. <laughs> they said he took our tithes long enough. It's time for yeah. us to money back. They got tired of him flossing with that uh, collection plate money. Oh, right. did you guys see? He was on some kind of podcast with another reverend or whatever, and some other lady. And he was going off. He called the other reverend a faggot, and he called the lady piggy small, a piggy big, or something. Called her a blimp. Like just going in. And I was like, this is not how a servant of the Lord is supposed to communicate with others. <laughs> like a Candace gets all proper with it. This is not how a servant of the Lord is supposed to communicate yeah. with others. It's like no. Well, he was being extremely hateful, calling her names. He was like, "You're not Biggie Smalls. You Biggie Big." I was like, "Oh." goodness called her a blimp and the other guy he was like yeah just because you're a faggot doesn't mean i have to preach about homosexual i was like oh my god all of this is very hateful and not christian like at all there's a dude who who set it up that's (laughs) definitely set it up he just sitting there chilling he ain't got a care in the goddamn world got the nerve to have the bible open on his lap wow he is straight from the path my brother (laughs) Wow, he does not look unbothered. When somebody's coming in and there's a robbery and people are brandishing weapons, I would think, right, the protocol is to get on the on the ground, isn't it? And I, in fact, I heard someone saying, "Everybody get on the ground," and he just sat in the chair the whole time. He like, nah, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> that, that is, y'all ain't gonna shoot me. I'm good. They better ask him some questions. <laughs> yeah, that, this is the this is the first person that the police should pull in for questioning. Number number one suspect. Someone, someone on IG commented that these are probably people that he knew from his former life, like that the, the, the pastor knew from his former life when he used to oh, be yeah. in the street, and they're coming back to to rob him because he was just or like, they just know that the church is a front, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah. but I um, mean. They people will rob rappers who floss so much with all this jewelry and they have security. So if yeah. you're gonna floss with a million dollars worth of jewelry and then be just in a church where anybody can walk in at any moment and take it, 
that's you know. Yeah, yeah. My pastor got security. Me, <laughs> shit. They, <laughs> if anybody around for my pastor, they getting fucked up. Mm. I, I, I have, I've certified this with the with the rest of the parishioners. If if anybody run up on my past, I'm punching them in the face. This is why I keep my ass out. The so people are, the, the internet is largely just laughing at him like it's a joke. And this is something that's very traumatic. He was held at gunpoint. He and his family, you know, him and his wife were robbed. I don't know if he had children that were there. So yeah, I understand an extremely, he, he does have children? Yeah, eight month old baby, he said. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's extremely, that is a traumatizing experience. I'm sorry that that baby has that parent. But much like much like he probably tells a lot of pe- sick people and parishioners, uh, your faith will get you through it. There yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's got to pray his way through that, and and uh, way through that, my friend. Yeah, and he's gonna get that check from the insurance company. But he's been he's been humiliated oh in his in his community. Well, if it happens to be an insurance scam, that's the funniest shit. <laughs> oh yeah, this is gonna be. I, uh, I hope it does. If it, if this comes out in like two weeks, that the, the Brooklyn pastor. Is uh, under investigation by by uh, well by uh, Geico <laughs> for filing an insurance claim. Uh, this is going to be the funniest shit in the century. Gotta uh, be, gotta yeah. be, because that was not a million dollars in jewelry. Something yeah. ain't right. You can't you can't wear a million dollars worth of jewelry. That's what I'm saying. Well, you can, because like some rappers, they're just their chain is like five hundred thousand dollars, but nothing that that nigga had on was five hundred thousand. Here's the key on that, Candace. Most of those rappers' chains aren't real. Uh, there there may be one or two that have a that have a two to three hundred thousand dollar chain. Uh, on average, most of that shit's fake. You wear replicas in public. Yeah, you don't wear the real shit out the house. And then he even have. Why have it? Well, if you cannot wear it in public, why even have it? Just to wear. You want to wear a five hundred thousand dollar chain in in your mirror? Parties where you talk about the pores. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and he he ain't getting no Roman Catholic money. If he was if he was getting Roman Catholic money, he'd be able to get that million dollars worth of change. Absolutely not Roman Catholic. He was a pastor of a black church in Brooklyn. That motherfucker ain't got no pearl shoes. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man, but yeah, Joey, you, you were telling me earlier mm. that there was that was something that was coming that came up, and I wanted to make sure we knew. Wow. What do they really want, Joey? It's been a while. That's a good question. And I'm trying to figure it out for you, me, and the rest of the universe. Candace! Yeah. Tell me what you want, man. Just a couple of things this week, but big things, huge. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck snuck off and got married. They eloped in Vegas. Very, very romantic. Uh, their wedding date is July 17th, I believe. Um, they got married at like at midnight or after midnight in Vegas. And they did it like regular people. Like they stood in line for the marriage license and they paid their money and just did it at a chapel in Vegas. And now regular people. But I mean, they, so, so that she didn't have this huge star studded wedding. Like they literally just, the two of them went off to Vegas midnight and, and, you know, (laughs) one o'clock in the morning and married each other. You don't need to have a you don't need to have a big marriage, big wedding the second time you do it. Uh you had that before. First of all, this is like her third or fourth wedding. Yeah, but yeah. with him. With him though. <laughs> oh, they never got married the first time. They broke up after they got engaged. Oh, no, and he married he, Jennifer. He cheated at his bachelor party. That's why they broke up. Okay, fine. It's still 
it, it doesn't matter. That's why that's at, it's at Vegas. It's, yeah. it, it, all right, we're not low. We're doing a low risk wedding. We're gonna do it. <laughs> we're gonna do it when no one knows, so you can't. Run you away. guys would have to like put like the most negative spin on it. I thought it was so romantic. Like they just that's couldn't right. wait to be married. They're like, we're gonna get married the quickest and soonest and easiest way possible that because we just love each other and we've waited twenty years to be together and now we're not waiting one more second. That's how I saw it. No, no, no. The quickest, soonest way for them to get married is they fly in somebody to marry them. They can afford it. They don't need to go to Vegas to do it. Thank you. They could have got married in their backyard. Okay, so why Vegas then? Because uh, they wanted to make a know. spectacle of the shit. They That's wanted not people a to spectacle. Go. That's like the least spectacle. There's no. maybe only two pictures of the in, entire ceremony. There was no paparazzi because they went and did it in secret. They wanted, I, I to, think, they wanted it to I be... They wanted to fuck with people like you. They were like, <laughs> <laughs> people who pay attention to them. They're like, hey, let's get married in Vegas. They're going to love this shit. They're yeah, going to love it. Watch, watch how em. they react to this. Watch them watching us. Watch is, that's like, like for me, like if uh, when and if I get married, it's like that's exactly how I want to do it. Like just the two of us, we go and run off and do it. I don't need a bunch of family and people around. Like I don't want the huge extravaganza. Just the two of us. Telling each other we love each other and tying the knot, that's perfect to me. But wait, you but you don't have to go minute. to Vegas to do that. Like to me, the Vegas part was not necessary. Makes they it, go, they that go makes to it the sketchy. Damn, they can go to the damn justice of the peace and do the same no shit. No one, no one got like, no one talks about getting married in Vegas and has fond memories about it. It's always a mistake. It's I got always drunk. a regret. Yeah. <laughs> this happened. Nine times out of ten, it's the it's the wedding that you have to get annulled. So I don't <laughs> so know. So getting Getting married in Vegas is similar to a justice of the peace wedding, except it's quicker. You can expedite uh, the paperwork and everything quicker in Vegas because they do same day marriages. So you can get your marriage license and get married the same day or the next day versus if you do it in a, one of the other states, you have to get a marriage license and they make you wait like 30 days or some shit like that. Okay. But you, I, I heard, so, heard her say something, Joey. So it's a paperwork issue? Yeah. It is so this, no, the, uh, what I'm saying is this was the fastest way for them to get married. They were like, we love each other. We want to do this right now. And in Vegas, that's a place where you can make that happen instantaneously. In other places, you have to wait through their, their court process. Okay. I see it as a front an affront to marriage. I thought you love just everywhere. The, go to the courthouse. They do. I thought they did it right away. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I mean, when you go to the courthouse, I mean, I can only tell you how, you know, what I've experienced with other people that I know. You go and get a marriage license, and then there's a, a certain amount of time, like a waiting period, to get the marriage license. And then there's a certain amount of time that the marriage license is valid that you can get married. Um, but there's like, you can't just do it in the same day. You can't just go get a marriage license at two o'clock and then get married at 3 p.m. And what do these hoes be doing when they go, hey, I want to go get married, and they go down to the courthouse and get married? That's what I thought too. You have to get your marriage license before that, and that's a filing process that takes a few days in and of itself. You can't just go get married the same day that you decide you want to get married. But in Vegas, you can. They okay. yeah, they got assistance for that shit. They could have they could have just they could have let that shit be. But um, but congratulations to uh Benifer. Um may may their non uh may their union last as long as um until they die, because yeah, I don't want to hear about it. I don't no want to hear about them anymore. I don't they, need are, they are vacationing, not vacationing. They are honeymooning now in Paris with their kids. So his daughter is with them, and um, Jen's daughter is with them. At least they may have more kids there, but they have at least their two daughters there with them. So they did like a, a family yeah, honeymoon. 
better not be any goddamn kids at my motherfucking house. <laughs> honeymoon. Goddamn it. That was her idea. That was her goddamn idea because that damn show wouldn't be mine. We we fucking shit. We the, the the news know that we going on this honeymoon. We fucking the whole time. And you coming back? Yeah. We going. They're in Paris with their family. Isn't that, it's just beautiful. Everything about the story is so beautiful to me. Okay. Candace, that's the best. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. It's, uh, it's a shout out to the man that gave you that ring. He gonna do the same thing because <laughs> you keep flashing it. So <laughs> another thing, the other thing about what they want is that Lizzo um, became the first female artist to do something in the top 100 of Billboard. I forgot exactly what it was, but it was amazing. Let me look it up. Come on. Come on. <laughs> The first female to do something. What the fuck is that? That ain't what they want. That's some bullshit. With a Google. I got a whole unprepared for it. Her album "About Damn Time" officially hits number one on the Hot 100 and becomes her second career number one hit. After Truth Hurts, uh, which led seven weeks in 2019. Um, and let's see, About Damn Time by Lizzo is the first song by a lead female artist to reach number one on the Hot 100 in, in 2022. Okay. okay. So we're, we're almost eight months into this year, and she's the first woman to uh, get in the top 100 uh, on that list. What else was uh, in contention? It's 20, like, nothing. This, this year ain't Every month. Every song, every song made is in contention. And she's the first female to hit the top 100 this year. I don't think that's a high bar. It's not a bar. She, she, she did. She did the first level of like, uh, there would have to be a, like name a single banger from 2022. <laughs> Beyonce released an album this year. So name one song. Okay. No, so, if you and Beyonce release an album in the same year and your song is the first one to get to the top 100 is that not a fucking accomplishment not if beyonce's album's trash and not a, and beyonce hasn't released the album yet first of all yes she did and then number two yeah. no there's no such thing as a beyonce album being trash it could be trash but the beehive is still gonna buy it i mean that may be but it doesn't make it good, good. like no no i understand that but i'm saying it's going to sell is what i'm saying I mean, that's fine and it's selling money good but i'm not uh, I, that, uh, there's always music selling every year mm -hmm. that's not that's people not die thing. every day b it's still like still i would put like say most of the music made this year is still trash yeah compared to name a year like you know when music was good joey <laughs> when music was good was when disturbia came out by rihanna <laughs> <laughs> Every time I have these news about these magnificent, successful, talented women, you guys always shit on it, no matter what it is. I'm like, oh my God, Jen got married and found her true love at 53. Y'all are like, fuck her, it's a gimmick. And I'm like, Lizzo was the first person to hit the top 100 in 2002. Y'all are like, all the other songs suck. Like, y'all never give anybody any credit. First of all, JLo has nothing to do with it. Fuck Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we like Ben Affleck? What's this? I never like Ben He's Affleck. A piece of shit. I only How? Like Have you paid attention to like the things that come out of his mouth? You know he's. I don't a know. Too, that's yeah. all I care about. 
He's a Boston. He's white a racist. Guy. <laughs> like he he literally he tried. You you know the show Finding Your Roots. Mm-mm. It's a show on PB on a uh, public broadcast. <laughs> uh, ben Affleck <laughs> found out that his relatives were slave owners. Mm-hmm. So he petitioned the show not to show that part of his his family heritage because it might damage his career. But it's like, okay, if you accept who your fucking family was and you're not a racist, <laughs> why are you this this type of shit Ben Affleck does? I'm trying to hide that shit for my why thing is why I just assume that most white people have slave owners in their lineage because <laughs> white people own slaves. Like, why was that such a big shocking revelation to him? Is what I'm saying. Thank you. The same that same question everybody else had when he did the shit. Because it's like, okay, you're you're an American-born family. That's Af- what I'm saying. Like, what? Wh- why would you think that they didn't have? Some, I don't know. Just cities in the country. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, so then he so he did that shit, and then it was like, oh, okay, well, uh, Ben. Now he now he cheats on he cheats on women left and right. Cheats with babysitters. Cheats with whores. He just he just a whore. He was a raging alcoholic for like fifteen years too. I just found that out. He's a horrible human being. He's not. I don't. don't. He doesn't deserve J Lo. That's what me and Joey are saying. He doesn't deserve her. Mark Anthony deserves J Lo. Mark Anthony just sings his sings his little teeny tiny heart out. And J Lo a shit ton of cigarettes. It smokes a lot of cigarettes. I just remember how gorgeous Ben looked in um the town that movie. He was. He was everything in that movie. You remember? First of all, Ben Affleck has never looked gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you. Have you I, seen the town? Have you seen the town? Need to because I've seen Ben Affleck. Have you seen him when he was Batman? Yes. Yes. Yeah, horrible. He's an old Batman. He, he plays looked, old Batman. He looks and he's fat the whole time. <laughs> he's fat old Batman. <laughs> what the fuck you want to do with that? <laughs> what Hateful. are we doing? Hate- Michael Keaton, oh. period. End of story. Michael Keaton, Batman. Shit, Christian Bale, Batman. Nobody uh, beats Keaton. Keaton was the best Batman. Christian Bale, Christian Bale, Bruce Wayne, baby. I don't, I don't know about. <laughs> you know what? I, you know I, I think Ben made a, a good a good Bruce Wayne because he has that very pretty boy kind of billionaire type of look. Um, but he didn't make a good Batman. You know who I'd prefer over all of them? Mm. The Val yeah. Kilmer. Batman. He'd probably he'd probably be second after Keaton. You know what I prefer? No Batman. Fuck Batman. <laughs> Who I prefer? The Idris Alba Batman. Because that's coming soon. No, he was supposed to be 007. Hey, make him Batman. Give him some give him I'd a rather it be 007. I like that. I don't want a black 007. Why? Because it doesn't but you want a black Batman? First of all, they already made yes. a black 007 if you saw the last movie. Did they? Yes, I didn't see the last movie. Yeah, I got, I got, I got, I got. I guess I got to do what they watching next week. There you go. All right, but Candace, is that all? Is that all they want, really? That's it this week. <laughs> all they want is Lizzo and Benifer. Seriously, <laughs> I do not know how you got you. All, you guys always shit on my fucking news. And this really? time you went to a, a special all-time low. I don't know how you turned a beautiful romantic elopement into some, whatever you guys said it was. 
They were in Vegas. It was a con job. That's what we said it was. We said what it was, a con job. That's where people elope, Joey, in Vegas. What are you talking about? It's the wedding capital of the world. It's the annulment capital of the world. Yes, that too. It's probably probably also that. But that's because so many people are getting married there. Eloping to get married by an Elvis impersonator. She said said that they didn't get married with the Elvis impersonator because – he was off duty, like he had already left for the day, and they would have had to pay extra money to bring him back. <laughs> was it, was there was there a guy in a sombrero with a goat? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, you know what? I, I, Candace did send us a picture, uh, a video of Lizzo, and I had a positive statement about. I Lizzo. was so happy. I think You've it was grown. Cover. Yeah, it was L cover. That I said, I said she looked. That's a good look for her. Yeah, she looked. She um, only took a Joey, whole team of photography. You also said that. You only said that because I browbeat you so much about the Lizzo hatred that you spew into our group chat. First of all, we do that together. That that I, <laughs> first of all, when the fuck all, have I walked back a goddamn thing? <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> I said I I said decent. I still said it took. It only took like a whole room of people to make it look like that, but. Now, now here's the All thing. All I'm advocating for, you know what she did? She covered the long titty and the long ass crack. <laughs> it's covered up. That's all she did. And look at the difference. I need Lizzo to smile. That's what I need Lizzo to do. I know. I, I know it's not. I know it. it's not PC and uh, Me Too. Uh, Scowl the, at me in the world we live in. I, I need me. I Which need is Lizzo. spelled S C O W L I N G. He was like, he was like, I don't like to see black women scolding. I was like, scolding who? Fuck both y'all. What's a scolding? <laughs> Learn how to spell Marcus. <laughs> Fuck y'all. I, I, I went to DC public schools. I ain't, I ain't got to explain myself to this shit. I don't um, like to see black women scolding. I was like, scolding. What? Uh, speaking of people who need to stay in school, <laughs> who, who's that joke? Uh, so uh, familiar with the uh, Arizona Cardinals of the NFL? Yes, their quarterback just got a new contract. Okay, this man got Kyler Murray got two hundred and thirty point five million dollars. Two hundred thirty point five. Why the fuck got point five? I don't know. Two thirty. Two thirty one. <laughs> he has a contract extension. Is that how much quarterbacks make? Is that typical? I don't know this this the sports talent. That is a new record. That's a high end. That's yeah. a way high end. That is a that is a new level. So He's what on. team what team is it? The Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals. Now <laughs> as part of as part of his uh contract extension, the Arizona Cardinals will have uh have to keep his study habits according to uh Ian Rapport. Murray's extension includes an addendum requiring four hours of independent study of film each week. <laughs> all right. So all of you sitting at home, if you're going to be a, a top tier quarterback, top tier athlete, um, you're supposed to do that shit on your own. Uh, you're supposed to be want to be in the film room late. Look at He's got contract mandated study hour. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking study hall. <laughs> I need to give my daughter that. <laughs> Maybe if I give her ten dollars a week and mandate her studying, she'll actually do the shit. <laughs> so just for context, his average annual salary is second only to Aaron Rodgers. 
Jesus Christ. It's Aaron Rodgers is at 50.3 million a year. Uh, that makes Murray's 46.1 per year. Where did he? What, what team does Aaron Rodgers play on? Green Bay. Green Bay. Okay. What right. did he? Where did they end up last year? Huh? Where did Arizona end up last year? I don't know if they. I think they did. They make playoffs? No, they uh, they lost. They they uh, they lost in the to the Rams in the wild card round. The wild card. Okay. Why I, I have a question. Yes. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Marcus. I didn't mean to cut you off. How is he making that much money? That's they what I. They didn't go to a mm-hmm. Super Bowl or a playoff game, and they extend him with two hundred million dollars. And they were bitching yeah, about was- how he was sulking on the sideline during that loss. And- <laughs> Yeah, so so two things. First, what Marcus said is I didn't think that the Cardinals was a franchise that had that kind of money to pay for one player. But then number two, what like what makes him so valuable? What why did they pay that much for him? Are they well, just try- I think they're trying to just build the team. Quarterbacks are really hard to around find. him. Yeah. Like decent, good, good. He, he's a good quarterback. He's been to two, he's won a Pro Bowl both the last two seasons. Okay. So I mean, overall, he's a he's a pretty you know he's a he's a he's a he's a he's a very talented quarterback. What team did he come from? He came from. I mean, he was drafted by Arizona. This yeah, is Arizona this is his first him. extension off of his rookie contract. Oh, they paid him that like fresh into the league. They paid him that kind of money. No, no. Well, second, he, third year. He finished. He's he's entering his his. He did so you get four years, and there's a fifth year option on a rookie contract. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Instead of paying him, instead of giving him the fifth year option, they extended him. Oh, okay, for two hundred and thousand million dollars. This is years? this is his fourth year. Next year is when this will take effect. Okay, because it's an extension. Now, okay, how many years is it though? Uh, I think it was a five year extension. Five year extension. Okay, if I remember correctly. I mean, and they, and they also have options in there where they could drop them at any point in time. Right, like, it's not all guaranteed. I think like half of it's guaranteed. It's like 160 million in guarantees, if I remember correctly. Okay, but I just think it's <laughs> the fact. The red flag is that you needed to have that addendum in there. Yeah, it's, it's like it's pretty. It's pretty disturbing that you had like this is like that. That's the part of this is really unusual. <laughs> is that no quarterback has ever been required by documentation to do film study on their own. No. Not one, and it's because it just comes with the position. Yeah, you do your job. That's well, pretty- that's what I'm saying. They're required to do it, but he's the only one who has it in writing, is what I'm guessing. But it's unnecessary to put it in writing. It's yeah. doing the job. It, that's, that's the job. You, that's what you do, so you cannot suck and not die. Right? Yeah. That's what you do, so you don't die on the field. Yeah, <laughs> especially his little ass. Yeah. He's a tiny human. He's only like five ten. So why do you think they felt the need to specify that in his contract? Because like, he wasn't doing it. Because obviously uh, he yeah. wasn't doing it. No. <laughs> All right. He's kind of a knucklehead. And like the thing is, like, there's a lot of stuff about him. Like when he came out, they weren't sure if he was wanted to play football or not. He could have gone and played baseball. Yeah. He, he he's been kind of like one foot out the door this whole time. There was some attitude stuff they, about him coming out last year, especially during And they the paid him this kind of money for somebody yeah. who's like a, a behavioral problem for the team and they're paying him that kind of money. You gotta understand when it's like the Allen Iverson of fucking football. Like Phil, you want me to watch Phil? (laughs) Practice? Yeah, you're talking about practice. You gotta think about about how many other teams are looking for quarterbacks. And this year, like teams always (laughs) overdraft quarterbacks. This year they they did not, they were so far out on the rookie class that teams are like trading for every quarterback they could trade for, possibly. Really? There's a lot of teams like panicking trying to find quarterbacks. 
and they're hard. It's hard to get one as good as him with his upside. Like if he gets, if he gets his his focus together, together. <laughs> he has he has one of the most talented arms, and he's and he's he's at, he's super athletic. He's fast. You so, know he's not what Dak Prescott. <laughs> know why? Because he's not black. <laughs> Prescott is the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. How is Kyler Murray not black? Uh, he's not black. He's black. Yes. <laughs> they paid a nigga two hundred thirty million dollars. Now this is this is more news. I thought he was black. <laughs> now this is news. I thought uh, uh, Kylo the whole time Ren, I thought we were talking about a white guy. Kylo Ren is I not even black because his name is Kyler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's just because he's from Oklahoma. How many black people in Oklahoma? I don't know. This is this whole story now is turned oh, all the way upside down. Now I know why they put that shit in his contract. They do that for the black <laughs> the black quarterback. You gotta watch the film, nigga. Sign here. They didn't put that in Michael Vick's contract. Michael Vick did it though. Michael Vick was Michael Vick was at the top of his game. Michael Vick didn't give a fuck. Michael Vick could throw when a he ball. Was at, when he was in Atlanta, he didn't give a shit. He could do whatever the fuck he wanted to do in Atlanta. <laughs> That's true. Michael <laughs> Vick, as long as Michael Vick threw that ball out the stadium like that uh Powerade commercial, the motherfuckers ain't care what the hell Michael Vick did. Mm. He could have killed every dog in Atlanta, and the motherfuckers would have went, "Hey, <laughs> all dogs go to heaven." <laughs> they they would have made him the CEO of the SPCA. They didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Until then, whites found out he was fine. He was good in Chocolate Atlanta. Oh. <laughs> Shit. Oh, man. What else is going on in the world, Joe? Uh, speaking of racism, uh, a Washington state man has been arrested and charged after he allegedly called a Buffalo, New York supermarket and threatened to kill black people there at a nearby store in the area, according to authorities. So. Is this that dude's oh, uncle? Come on. <laughs> what? Joey David George, 37, <laughs> was arrested and charged with two counts of interstate threats after police say he made a repeated calls to a top supermarket store. Why the fuck are you calling cross country? So when Joey Why did he have three first names, what is used, that? He used a pseudonym Peter. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Whenever they're a terrorist, they use all their names. Like, but his three first names, Joey David George. And then here's the thing: he has three first names, and then used none of them. He chose to use a pseudonym, which is like, which is like the weird thing. Because like, if you're making threats, why would you need to make a give yourself a name? True, as a threatener. People. <laughs> Peter said he would make the news if he shot and killed all of the black people, including all of the women and children and babies. <sighs> Fucking white people, man! Y'all losing your mind, Joey. George asked the top store employee if the store was cleared out, telling the employee that there was a chance he was already in the store or somewhere nearby what this is not well thought out i'm i'm close <laughs> yeah, I'm or, or, or i'm here i'm either here or i'm either nearby here. i'm either here or around the corner <laughs> in a what? second phone call george allegedly ranted about a race war saying this is what happens in a blue state lord what? jesus yeah what state uh, was it he later tried to block his phone number using star 67. <laughs> but law enforcement say they are still able to trace the phone number back to George, identifying him as the person who made the call. Addition Hold on. He later tried to block his phone. So he called just with his raw number the first time? He raw dog the first time. The <laughs> he raw dog racism. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the audacity to What call. kind of criminal is this? First of all, if you, like, here's the thing. I don't understand it because you're in Washington, right? Yeah. If you're going to call, like, it's really like racially driven. 
you have all the stores in the country to call. <laughs> you call Buffalo, New York. Buff- How many black people are in Buffalo? He just wanted to put more fear in that city because last time. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, a, that's all it was. So you're a copycat bitch. Yeah. He's, he, ain't even real, he ain't a real copycat. This motherfucker he, is. The thing. he didn't want to have to do a lot of work, right? You call and you say, I'm going to kill all the black people in Buffalo. It's like four people. You can't call and say, I'm going to kill all the black people in Detroit. That's going to take all week. Like, it's a lot of people. <laughs> well, federal criminal complaint details other threatening calls allegedly made by him over the past year to businesses in Maryland, Connecticut, and Washington State. In each instance, he allegedly used racial slurs and threatened to shoot customers in the business because of racial hatred. All from the safety of Washington State. Why? What? I say, I don't understand that. I have racial hatred. I'm going to shoot your customers. Like I just don't understand the structure of that. This guy's dumb. Uh, that's that's what it fucking boils down to. That's the thing is that the face the face of racism is stupid. Yes. Like, really fucking stupid. 2022 racism is dumb as hell. I just don't understand how being like a white supremacist, you don't look around and not like your allies because of how dumb the people around. Oh, they're are. stupid. They, like, I would look at all, like, I look at, I look at the, the like, uh, at some point did you just go, that was a really fucking dumb thing you said, Peter. <laughs> like, <laughs> he ain't got no good friends. He don't got good friends. That's what, that's what it boils down to for him. Oh, man. What else going on, Joe? Uh, uh, so uh, you remember Leave It to Beaver? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wally, the Beaver. So uh, initially, reports of Tony Dow, his death is uh, was were were pre were uh, greatly exaggerated by his own wife uh, <laughs> on Tuesday. Is that the guy who played the Beaver? What who, what did he play on the show? I think it was Wally. Okay. He was yeah. He's the big brother of Wally. There you go. See, I know white people. I know I know all the white shows. I watched Andy Griffin. Open Andy and all and Aunt B with that fat ass Aunt B Andy Griffith, not Griffin. Hey, she told Teddy Griffith does not need, does not need extension of his family. It was, it was the town of Mayberry with it was a Barney Fife. I watched that yep. the Beverly Hillbillies. I watched all them black and white white folks. You I old know. as shit. I am. I'm old. I am. I had a black and white TV. I grew up in the poor side of the city. On Tuesday. Uh, so I had a black and white TV for a long time. But I enjoyed that shit. Go ahead, Joey. On Tuesday afternoon, Tony Dow's wife told TMZ she believed her husband was dead and told his management team who announced his passing on his Facebook account. The wife, Lauren, said it said as of Tuesday afternoon, he is still alive and breathing while in hospice care. And she's <laughs> distraught over the error. The Facebook post has since been taken down. How how you make that error? <laughs> you made the error. Oh, she did a death announcement for her husband, who is in fact still alive. Yes. Okay, just making sure I'm up to I mean, speed. He's in hospice, so I mean, he has di- he's he has diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. So, so any he, minute now. Yeah. He could go no, any day, but goddamn, don't don't listen that man premature. Don't push him into the grave. Hey, he may make a recovery or some shit. He may fuck around and, and come out of that motherfucker. And then, and then he got to go home to you looking at him going, I told him you were dead, baby. Well, I mean, in all <laughs> fairness, even if he does recover, even if he does recover from the cancer, isn't he? He's got to be like 97 if he was on Andy Griffin. 77. He's 77. 77. Here's the thing I think is hilarious is like, what if he like fully recovers from it, right? <laughs> and only because she tried to kill him. <laughs> 
<laughs> just wakes up, wakes up one morning and just goes, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> a recover out of spite. Yeah, yeah, the, the spite recovery. That would be the funniest fucking show. Like, <laughs> they would... Spite is the new cure for cancer. <laughs> the new cure for cancer. Tell people spite. we hate it. Oh, man. What else going on, Joe? i to make that ad for that. Uh, <laughs> Spitra. Spitra. <laughs> They cure for just about anything. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, after a long uh, stretch where his legislative program stalled, Biden and the Democrats appear ready to notch a string of victories. Okay. The first major prescription drug legislation in nearly 20 years, more than 50 billion to subsidize computer chip manufacturing and research and a bill that would enshrine protection for same-sex marriage. So they're going to... Give the gays a pill that puts microchips in their stomachs. They weren't all the same. There were three. That's days. what I heard, Candace. You hear what that? You hear what Biden's going to do to them? They're you always trying to do to the gays. But they're he he's going to do what? He's going to secure same sex marriage, or he's abolishing yeah. it? No, he's trying to secure it. <laughs> okay, so that's he good. At least he's not, he's not so old. He forgot his platform. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying they took away abortion. They might take away gay marriage, too. We're talking about the president and not the Supreme Court. Well, Whatever. It's all, they're all they to they're me. All they. They're all they. But here's the thing about you that, You know what Joe. they are going to take away? What? The Choco Taco. Oh. You know what I want them to take away? Student loan debt, like they said they would. But go on about the Choco Taco. Thank you. I want them to take away all this racism. Klondike is discontinuing <laughs> the beloved Choco Taco after being around for nearly 40 years. The company has confirmed the, quote, disappointing news on Monday. Klondike explained the decision to stop making the ice cream treat in a message on its website and on Twitter. What's in a Choco Taco? Uh, is it a waffle it cone? Cream? Yeah, it's like a waffle cone. With ice cream in the middle and like chocolates like, and nuts. With a, like some ribbon, chocolate ribbon ice cream. And then okay. there's like uh, nuts and covered with chocolate on top. Okay. Uh, a bunch of shit you don't need. <laughs> has unfortunately been discontinued in both one count and four count pack sizes. Over the past two years, we have experienced an unprecedented spike in demand across our portfolio and have made to make very tough decisions to ensure availability of our full portfolio nationwide. A necessary but unfortunate part of this process is that we sometimes must discontinue products, even a beloved item like Choco Taco. You know what they better not discontinue? The cookies and cream Klondike bar. I never liked the Klondike bar in the first place. You didn't? No. It just melted in your hand. You discontinue the fucking Klondike bar and give me a Choco Taco, Klondike. What the fuck Their are you doing? Their ice cream sandwich was always good. They kissed my whole ass. Oh, <laughs> well. <laughs> it took the away best the about. is the cosmic brownie from Lil Debbie. That's it. That's the best snack, hands down. Because you, you got bad You're not teeth. even talking about ice cream in <laughs> What are you doing? I don't like ice cream snacks. What? You don't like ice cream sandwiches? No. Mm-mm. A sandwich of ice cream? You the, don't The love? top part always gets mushy. I was at a... I was So after uh, the thing on Saturday, uh, me and Josh went to... Because I told him that that was going to happen probably. And he's yeah. like, hey, chaos. I'm going yeah, to be there. Yeah. So he came and he missed it. And then he's like, and then he got high, and then he's like, let's go get ice cream. So we walked down back alleys and found a Jenny's ice cream shop. Okay. And they had a buttercrisp waffle cone that was Ooh. delightful. It sounds like it was. It, it was, was it was everything I wanted a waffle to be in the last six months. I've been trying to have a decent fucking waffle. 
Okay. Wow. Candace, you, you don't like ice cream like that? I, mm, it's okay. I like, um, what is, what's this one that I like? Uh, the, with the chocolate chip cookie dough in it. I do like that flavor. But other than that, ice cream's not like, you know, one of my favorite types of snacks. Well, us elder I blacks need. I prefer need like cakes and stuff, you know, like a like pastry type of shit. Us elder blacks need to stay away from the black juice. Uh, we have a we have a, a genetic intolerance. Mm. Um, I, I, if I drink some, if I eat some milk, drink some milk, or eat some ice cream, y'all better leave because uh, it's gonna get it's gonna get serious. You get some mini, minimally processed milk from the mom's yeah. organic market. Okay, the yellow milk. Ugh. It's good though. It looks like so you're giving me piss. Yeah. <laughs> you're giving me piss. <laughs> Joey's that, Joey's Joey's solution. That you're tugging on the wrong thing. <laughs> Joey's solution about. for my lactose intolerance is to give me cow piss. All right, good to know. Uh, what else we got going on, Joe? So uh, there's a lake in Nevada. Speaking of, uh, they found a third set of human remains in oh. Lake Mead on Monday. <laughs> Uh, because the water level has now like fallen, like at the it, it, this was the largest reservoir for for Nevada, <laughs> and it, it is at unprecedented low. And now these bodies are just laying there. <laughs> you know who put them there, right, Joey? The mob. Your uncles. Yeah. All your uncles threw when, bodies when in they the Lake Mead. Straight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> National- they were trying to do legitimate business. Yes. Out in the ca- out in the, out in the oh, desert. This is this is the this is the price of a of a of a of a non of getting the law off their back. Uh, National Park Service rangers responded to a report of human remains discovered around 4:30 p.m. at Swim Beach at Lake Mead National <laughs> Recreation Area. The agency said <laughs> it's called Swim Beach, but there ain't no water. <laughs> uh, the medical examiner's office in Clark County, Nevada, is expected to determine the cause of death, according to Park Service. No details have been publicly released. Regarding the identity of the victim or when the person might have died. I can tell you when he died. Look for when the sands was built. <laughs> if he's been missing since the sands was built, he got a he got an ascot on. <laughs> he came up missing right around the time them teensters put the first damn cement in that motherfucker. <laughs> these are all bodies from these are Jimmy Hoffa's bodies. So this is what Hoffa did. Just to give you a perspective, the water levels at Lake Mead are the lowest they've been since the reservoir near Las Vegas was filled for the first time on April 1937 as Hoover Dam, then called Boulder Dam, harnessed the Colorado River. Mm-hmm. Satellite images released by NASA last week show how the reservoir on the Nevada-Arizona border, which is now 27% full, is nearly unrecognizable compared to how it looked in the past two decades. Damn. We fucking up the world, Joey. Oh yeah, this global warming thing is it's 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 a, it's a real thing, and uh, we got to stop it somehow. I say go to Mars. What you say? I'm sorry. I'm just seeing a picture they're showing of like, with the caption under this body found the body was in a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a mob hit. Of course it was. Yes, of course it was. Uh, uh, speaking of the mob, <laughs> always on their job. Oh, we lost Candace. Yeah, we lost Candace. Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> the modern mob. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg failed to conceal his annoyance with an employee who asked about vacation days during a meeting in which the Meta CEO reveals plans to cut underperforming workers. <laughs> <laughs> what? During- These are the balls of millennials. 
you're in a meeting talking about talking about hey we gonna let these motherfuckers go and you go hey man how about that vacation time i got yeah. uh can i take that this week Nig, nig. <laughs> how about unblock my instagram account zuckerberg thank you fucking douchebag True, true statement. I, mean, I, ain't gonna stop. I ain't gonna change that. There's no libel or slander there. Uh, <laughs> during a company-wide QA meeting on June 30th, the Facebook boss warned a recent market slump might be one of the worst downturns that we've seen in recent history as he explained the reasoning behind the cost cuts. Motherfucker, you got the money. Here's, during the, here's the thing I don't understand when, when people do shit like that, right? Yeah. Their money comes from advertising. Mm-hmm. Who's not advertising still? Exactly. <laughs> There's a market downturn. You don't sell shit. Like it ain't, it ain't like you you have a commodity that the world needs that like you're not selling enough of. You sell advertising space to other fucking people. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop looking like a like a lizard that just shed its skin. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm tired of looking at his fucking like opaque eyes what the <laughs> fuck is this translucent bullshit is going on here he he's a weird looking weirdo it's a weird looking so, during, <laughs> during the virtual session zuckerberg reportedly appeared visibly frustrated after one chicago-based employee asked whether meta days or extra time off introduced during the covid19 pandemic would continue in 2023 and zuckerberg said um all right after hearing the pre-recorded question, according to a recording obtained by The Verge, given my tone in the rest of the QA, you can probably imagine what my reaction to this is. Listen, bitch, you lucky you got a job. That's what he should. <laughs> that's what he wanted to say. In the same meeting, Zuckerberg revealed that Meta would be implementing higher standards for its employees and cutting ties with those who are unable to meet the new performance threshold. <laughs> like Chicago. Yeah, that's what, that's what, that's what he wanted to say. <laughs> This is an actual quote. Realistically, there are probably a bunch of people at the company who shouldn't be here. <laughs> Part of my hope by raising expectations and having more aggressive goals and just kind of turning up the heat a little bit is that I think some of you might decide that this place isn't for you. Wow. And that self-selection is okay with me. Wow. Oh, what a fucking dick. He basically said, go jump off a bridge yeah. and fuck yourself. Damn it. Meta has enacted a hiring freeze and other cost-cutting measures as it contends with major downturn in the market and invests in a costly shift towards the metaverse. What market? (laughs) They keep saying this. This shit doesn't make sense to me. I think this metaverse thing is going to undo them because it's. it's, I I bought a fucking Oculus. I have yet to use it. (laughs) That's because you you don't have time. I don't, but so no one else does either because. (laughs) They have work standards that they have to fucking meet. Zuckerberg, <laughs> fucking jackass. Everybody's got real work standards. <laughs> this is your fault. I, you're dumb. I fucking hate you. Uh, how about wow. fixing your own fucking products before you start new ones, jackass? Like there you fucking go. Instagram. What Kick a piece ass, of Joey. shit. Tell them what you won't do, Joey. Uh, it's dumb. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. Well, on that note, we're going to get out of here for the week, Joe. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> pull, pull, pull a piece of shit. Wait a minute. <laughs> the billionaire said the company did not plan on implement layoffs, but it had not yet ruled about either. 
And then someone said, did Mark just say there are a bunch of people in this company that don't belong here? One staffer asked on an internal messaging platform. <laughs> Another employee quipped, who hired them? <laughs> <laughs> Others lauded Zuckerberg's shifted tone. It's wartime. We need a wartime CEO, one employee wrote. Wow. A meta representative downplayed Zuckerberg's comments in a statement to The Verge. Any company that wants to have lasting impact must practice this disciplined prioritization and work with a high level of intensity to reach goals uh yeah it, the reports of these, they're not false statements i understand i've had similar thoughts at times too <laughs> but like uh restructuring is always a good thing sometimes. i don't say that and just like you're gonna do it do it don't do a bitch and be like oh i hope somebody you decide to leave <laughs> No, fire them and, and move yeah. on at the same time. Well, um, and fire people. Got some balls. Okay. Got some balls. <laughs> some balls, man. You need balls. If you can afford them, <laughs> go get some big fucking ostrich balls. <laughs> Have your private chef cook them up for you. I don't know why Christopher Walken is telling him <laughs> to grow some balls. To eat some ostrich balls. <laughs> On that, Jesus Christ, Joey LaFaro. Uh, we're going to get out of here, folks. It's been fun. It's been real. It's been the Dot Comedy Podcast. I am DJ Marcus. Joey LaFaro, we're going to find you yet, sir. Oversized gorilla balls. Stupid. <laughs> Big game hunt. <laughs> you can find me every Thursday at McGinty's at Comedy Shows near me. That's at Comedy Shows near dot me on Instagram or at LaFaro Comedy on Instagram. Uh, it's L O F A R O. I don't know how to spell it any more or better. It, it fucking you Google shit. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, and if you're looking for Candace August, you can find her at just Candace at just underscore Candace on all the social media platforms. Look her up, man. She's a funny lady. See what show she's doing in the next couple of weeks. And if you're looking for DJ Marcus, you need a DJ for your Bob Mitzvah, Bart Mitzvah, Sai Mitzvah. King Mom and all anything happening in your life, you need a DJ called DJ Marcus. He's the best DJ in the world. Just ask him. And I'll be also at comedy shows near me this Thursday, spinning the tunes and having some fun, man. So come on out, folks, to see me spin the tunes, Joey tell the jokes, and a bunch of the best comics in the DMV do the damn thing at comedy shows near me. For Joey LaFaro, Candace Saugus, I am DJ Marcus, and we will see you next time with more fun and more thrills on the Die Comedy Podcast.